0: Well, I'm not sure what's been a harder watch this week. Al Jazeera News are watching the hearts after an international break. My name is Jarvie, and I'm joined this week by just Simon and Hammy. Together, we are a very broken hearts club band. If only, could
1: have, if only they could have heard that intro. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: well, um, we'll see. That's up to the, up to the editor. It's not going <laughs> in. Thinking back to some of the... We had an incident with Lloyd Demir. I made certain comments that badly cut out. They would make the cut nowadays. That's all I'll say.
1: But can we just emphasise they weren't racist? Oh, I'm I they were. It's like you were you were saying racist stuff.
0: It was not racist. It was about how pathetic a footballer he was. But we'll move on. Um, and I, our, our low turnout for this podcast tonight. We we even just missed a podcast last week as well. Our for uh, our performance is dwindling, just like the harps and fair guess, weather
1: fans. We found out through football manager, we're all fair weather fans.
0: Fair weather. <laughs> I, f- I feel I was in the four percent casuals. Myself. Um aye, that was our our attendance against Celtic there was our lowest attendance in 17 months.
1: Why was it so poorly attended initially?
0: Because we were playing Celtic.
1: <laughs> but like if you're Like Is that another reason you go to games? They're always so much more exciting, at least for the first two and a half
0: minutes (laughs) than most games Yeah, I I couldn't make it, (laughs) I wasn't there (laughs) but that's because I I couldn't, but um, I I would normally always uh, look forward to playing Celtic and think there's a chance but I won't be thinking that anymore after that fucking disgrace (laughs) Stephen Naismith. Um. Nice, maybe boys, we'll start on a more positive note, and we'll discuss Scotland. Hey, oh no, that's right, we got pumped twice, <laughs> but albeit potentially against the two best um, countries in Europe, um, the Scotland Spain game. Camerons normally are we are we tart and fanny for these topics, but what? you your mind back to the the Spain game, boys, it was all about that VAR incident, the disallowed goal. The right decision was
1: probably made, but oh. it, it was very confusing <laughs> for everyone involved, and I think that's the issue the the lack of sort of communication and understanding. And it would probably be even worse if you were actually in the stadium as to why it's been disallowed. Oh, you'd be spewing! And the, I I know a boy who was there, and they got an announcement like twenty minutes or whatever after that goal saying why it had been chalked off. That
0: would just make even more human. Yeah. I saw a lot of people saying, like, I'm never criticising our referees in Scotland again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they see the referees in Scotland.
0: <laughs> but even, like, how many times the referees were fucking shocking when Hart's playing in Europe, and then you see this all the time with Scotland playing as well. I think referees generally are just fucking shite, eh? Aye. I mean,
2: it's similar, like, with VAR, I don't think there's really any... Necessarily, issue, well, there is issues, but there's no major issues with the technology. But it's the people that are running, mm-hmm. and that was always going to be the issue. And up here, there's probably a couple of decisions. We'll talk about the Celtic game as well. But yeah, the, like they're looking at, it, they're looking at, it and still getting it wrong. Like, yeah, fucking, like how, how much easier can you make it for you? But nah, they're still. Yeah, you're right. refs are just shit. Right, fuck them all.
0: Um, Scotland France game. Who are they? Shander Clark got a start. How how did he do I was not watching this game. Fine. Like, <laughs> what? what do you expect? <laughs>
1: the only goals that went in were was an absolute screamer, so. Oh, did
0: he get did he get pulled at half-time, Liam Kelly, is that right? I think they were both given forty five minutes. I mm-hmm. yeah. That was that. Shankland, he wasn't in the in the squad, was he? He was taking time at Bairns and that babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> You've been
2: dropped, yeah. Shander Clark. 45 minutes, only letting one. So in his half we only got beat one now. So.
0: Well we scored as well as one all, wasn't it? No, uh, we scored in the first should... half. Yeah. Oh, did Xander so play half, in the second half? Yeah. 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 Oh right. I had no idea. I see, I see. Oh well. Um Going into the Euros, well, where we've qualified for the Euros, which is very nice, and many thanks to to Hami and our sponsors at Sky Scanner for our, <laughs> uh, our flights and accommodation for just fifteen pounds for four nights on, on <laughs> um, via via Turkey. Coaches, but... That's
1: a forty-three day trip.
0: <laughs> nine, nine layovers, sleeping in airports to get to Berlin. Um, but looking forward to that. But going into the Euros, we're we're, we're still looking pretty tin pot up front, aren't we? let's <laughs> <We're, laughs> fucking just enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're really gonna. I like. I love Lyndon Dykes in a way, in a weird way. But he's, he's a bit. He's a bit tin pot overall. Is he really going to be playing up front for us in the Euros?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Probably. The chairman seems to be affit. And then just by that you've just got Lauren Shankland, and he's shite. Kevin, and he's shite, <laughs> and Kevin Nisbet he used to play hey. for Hibs. All right. Time, of, time of just bleed, Ben Doakin. I think isn't it? <laughs> ah,
2: just go for it. What, what better time to learn than the Euros?
0: Yeah, go for it. No, I'm still. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good fun. Um, Scotland Under-21s was actually featuring three Hearts players in the camp, only one of them actually at Hearts um, Aaron Denham uh, Lewis Nielsen who's on loan at Partick and doing well and then Alex Lowry who belongs to the, the Rangers men so, he, to talk about Alex Lowry here, he's actually going to be a big miss for us over our, our two games against Rangers isn't
2: he? Yeah I think yeah, because realistically, you're going to have to replace him with, I think it'll be Oda. And then after that, Boyce. you've got <laughs> Boyce on the wing. Yeah, you're really struggling after that.
0: Probably. Tagawa um, chopped it there, maybe.
2: If he's back, I mean, hopefully. I think, I'm sure, I can't remember, but I'm sure he was meant to be back for this game. It was after the mm. international break, um, and he wasn't, so...
0: Oh. Yeah. like no, catch the injuries close to their chest. Eh? <laughs> Fucking legs probably hanging off somewhere in a different country. Um sorry, yeah, that's uh, that's something to look forward to. Alex Lowry also missing these two vital games. Um Alex Lowry did score against um, in the Malta game, he scored a penalty for them. Uh Lewis Nielsen was starting there as well. Uh, Denham was on the bench for both games and never actually got on over Malta and uh, the Hungary game is what it is uh, one man who will be looking to go into the Scotland sc- Scotland camp and probably take Xander Clark's position in the Scotland camp if he starts playing for Hearts again is Craig Gordon who is, can, we can basically say now Craig Gordon is back as it's been confirmed he'll be playing in a friendly against Rangers because we're not playing them for a while um coming up this week.
1: Bit of an odd one, but cool. Eh? <laughs> 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 mm. Not Craig Gordon, the Rangers game, aren't you? Yeah.
2: It's okay. great to see him back, especially, yeah, didn't think it would happen. So I, I don't I'm I am i am not quite on the whole Xander Clark hate train as a lot of people are. A lot of people really hate Xander Clark. Mm. Um I think he's alright, he's done a good job but yeah, having I think just having Craig Gordon back in the team and in the squad and in training and everything, it just should hopefully lift
0: um, lift the whole squad Yeah, I yeah, agree entirely um, I'm going to take a punt myself and say Craig Gordon will be back between the sticks for us against Rangers on the 5th of November, considering it's a cup game. Do you reckon he'll be back in the first team that soon?
1: A week on Sunday. If he's no played like a good amount of football before, then I doubt he's risked.
2: I think you're looking 25th of November because you've got a wee international break in between there as well. Yeah, that's that would be my guess. But if you know, if he's playing 90 minutes in friendlies, then I guess it's a bit probably a wee bit different for a goalkeeper. you probably don't need to be quite as match fit and as match sharp as a right field player might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Craig Gordon's is he, he a picture of health as well. He's a very fit guy, so Boy. you never know.
0: Loads of yoga. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the cup game, is that our last game for like 20 days then?
2: No, we've got Motherwell the week after that. Oh, I see. Um, and then, then it's another international break. It does seem to be a lot. Um, Fucking good, good, times, uh, good times to get the team, you know, in, get them practicing well and things like that. Mm. Um, which, which hasn't helped us at all. But you know, third time's a charm, maybe. Mm. Actually, I, I noticed um, Andy Halliday was away in Denmark over the last international break So I don't think the players are doing that much.
1: Right, we didn't need it.
0: <laughs> Andy <laughs> Halliday's absolutely chucked it, but absolutely chucked <laughs> it. And who cares? Um, I will see. Hopefully, he might want to get a couple of games under his belt before going into another break. That's more my thinking. But there will be a big lift once he's back in the setup, regardless. You just can't imagine Craig Gordon on the bench. He will be, initially, though. It's just weird. I, I, I don't think so. I think he'll just suddenly be in the team.
2: If he has a good six months end of the, to the end of the season, you could, I could certainly see him getting... It would be harsh. Like, don't get me wrong. But um, even if it's just for that novelty fact that getting him just to have his major tournament appearance, because it was a bit... I still think he was hard done by in the last one as well, not getting an appearance.
0: Mm-hmm. And it, it would be fine to say, like, right, Craig, you're the keeper for the league. Xander, you can be a, a cup goalie for um, the Conference League on oh, no. a the Scottish Cup, <laughs> no, no, via play cup. Oh well, we'll see. <sighs> um, speaking of injured players, Joe Savage was in the papers saying that he is poised and ready to discuss contract discussions with Craig Gordon, Craig Halkett, and Benny Beningamy. What's, what's your thoughts on those three? One of that one of those men is a disgrace. <laughs>
1: I mean, three players that currently can't really stay fit. I mean, a bit of Shannon Gordon, but... Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like Benny. He's not been fit for about two years now. Same rule applies to Halkett. We mm-hmm. we need them, but can we rely on them? Yeah, yeah. maybe there's one of these... I know I'm quite an advocate of
2: getting players signed up early, but I think with these three, you wait and see. Mm-hmm. Like I, don't, I can't imagine there's going to be a lot of teams rushing to sign them in January. No. So I think we we do have a benefit thing here, especially Gordon. Like if could if Gordon wants to play for another year, then fucking like great. But mm-hmm. again, he's going to be what forty one at the no. end of the year. He's not
0: going to be looking for a move.
2: Yeah, no. So he, ours no. will be his only option. So yeah. if he if, if he wants, then he has it again. He has a good six months or whatever. Then great, fine. Yeah. But the other even two, if. Um,
1: even if Gordon doesn't have any legs and he's still wanting to <laughs> sign for Hearts, just give him a one-month rolling contract just, mm-hmm. until he feels ready to step in. Yeah. Nice.
0: Craig, how... Two, you, you would not... Yeah, you wouldn't even be discussing any in the note. Because what, what's going on? We're almost in... Like, it's almost Christmas. Where are you, Craig? The
2: <laughs> thing is, I, I, when it was coming out that he would be back by October or not, and I was a bit like, nah... Again, don't rush them back, let them have it, but mm-hmm. yeah, you're right, time is ticking. Like, it's going to be, we're, we're November next week, and then let's say we've got the international break, maybe it will be back after that, maybe they're just waiting for this international break, but then you think, when's the next injury coming? I know that's yeah. a horrible way to think, but... <sighs>
0: oh. It seems like a concerning delay now.
2: Aye, he was running about in that bloody video, so.
0: <laughs> Can he be that? Sick. <laughs> it's like a Sunday spots you in the shops when you're going to be off work, sick. So. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And Benny Beningame, I'd leave that until after the last game of the season.
2: <laughs> I, I, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about the Celtic
0: game, I, I'd imagine, but yeah, he was,
2: I think, like good in parts and absolutely. Awful in most of the other yeah. bits. So.
0: Yeah, at, at times a disgrace to the badge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the fourth, oh, right? We'll get in it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah. Um. So some actual good news: uh, the Hearts <clears throat> women's team and the B team are absolutely flying. Uh, the ladies set fourth, which is the best of the rest because you've also got Glasgow City, um, as well as Celtic and Rangers. And then I have won, won three and drawn one in the last four. And just generally, I think with an extra couple of professional contracts in the setup, the Hearts team is pretty much becoming another kind of that top four kind of position and getting that cemented, which is decent. Um, And Jack Ross. The next Hearts manager. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Fox. I've actually rolled down Jack Cross as well. <laughs> <the corner. laughs> um, Liam Flocks is absolutely flying with the B team. Our next manager. Yep, absolutely. get him in.
1: Get all those youth players straight into the first team. I see no issues here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um, they're currently sitting in third place in the Lowland League. Keeping in mind, we almost got relegated to to like the pub league <laughs> last season under Naismith. Um and yeah we just beat Celtics B team at the weekend there, we've only got one defeat in our last in ball, in the 15 games we've played only one defeat, absolutely flying with like an average squad age of like 18.5 it's insane Um, you do however forget how tin pot the league is at that level we've played 15 games and we're in third place, are in fourth and they've played 11 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you forget about that, that stuff down there. Um, but fair play to him. He's starting to, to change my mind. Get him in. Smith. out. <laughs> um, Program piece, Hammy Simon, tell us about this and when it's coming out. It's a yes.
1: really exciting game, Hammy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Midweek against Livvy.
2: Wednesday night, so next, the week on Wednesday so when this comes out, it'll be a week away we're being kindly asked again to do a really upbeat uh, positive piece um, for the live midweek game sandwiched between two games against our uh, resurgent Rangers hmm. Once, one at, one at uh, Ibrox and one at Camden, which we always, always do well against Rangers with <laughs> um, in Glasgow, so yeah so we will so it needs to get done by Friday, so we won't uh, know the, about the defeat on Saturday yet. So hopefully it'll be slightly <laughs> upbeat, I'm well, sure.
1: it, it won't matter, because we've all set a challenge for ourselves to not actually speak once about hearts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
1: a good point.
2: I'm going in hard. Big paragraph about kebab pies.
0: <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You you just do a, a big long read about kebab pies, like <laughs> detailed... Making process where the the kebab meat is sourced, <laughs> how the salt, so- what the ingredients is for the sauce. Mm-hmm. That
2: does sound a lot better than a look at the season so far.
1: So maybe okay. we'll, we'll just have to buy it and find out, listeners. Not sure mm. if I actually want to know
0: how my kebabs made. <laughs> <laughs> right. which ended animals this
2: week?
0: And <laughs> um, bye. And um, there's a, a fans fans forum, is that what it's actually being called, Hammy? On starting in 10 minutes as we're recording.
2: Yes. We're so um, I guess fans forum is probably the, the best way to put it. Essentially, it's a big teams meeting that loads of people are joining. And Mr Jelly Jerry Mallon of Foundation of Hearts fame is going to be joining to discuss Um. <laughs> the absolute shit show that's going on i was going to try and be nice there but you mm-hmm. really can't i guess we we mentioned and, and it has come up a few times about the communication from from hearts for one but it's more um more the foundation of hearts because you never ever hear for the foundation of hearts so you can see that they're, they're obviously trying to do something here and i guess this is a good idea it could turn into an absolute shit show and depending yeah. on who joins this team's meeting, but I think it will be good um, as long as everyone's kept muted and things. And it'll be interesting to hear for Jerry because other than like a yearly update that the foundation sort of give or the at the AGMs that they do, you never ever hear for them. So um, I think there's going to be some tough questions asked, and it'll be good to to see what's said. Like I mean, saying in the group chat earlier that I've come in terms with the fact that and management and directors all that are really good at just telling and saying things that mm. Arch fans want to hear so, Apart for Joe Savage who just
1: tells everyone the exact opposite in they really <laughs> way <laughs> <He just laughs> Joe lies. Savage
2: says whatever he wants uh, yeah. so, aye, so that's on at
0: half eight tonight so yeah, should good be luck, very interesting. Them. Potentially the first and last advance <laughs> <fans for them. laughs> yeah. um Yeah. No, fair play to Scott Macintosh. Oh, Amaruso lets it run. He's so he's. Uh, I didn't realize. I don't know if it's like a new appointment, but he's like the fans liaison officer. They're calling it or something. Nice. Good. Good. So he's. Um, and I've heard him on Scarce in the tunnel. He, he, he's uh, very good. He talks a lot of sense better than than we can do. Um, So fair play to him for getting it all organised Our issue isn't that we're
1: really intelligent We just come across and can't articulate it So we sound really (laughs) stupid But
0: trust us, we're not I think that's due to rage
1: (laughs) I think it's due to education
0: (laughs) Potentially Um, It's also a long day eh? See if if we recorded at 9 o'clock in the morning Oh, I'd have so much more energy like, why do we record this
2: on a Monday? It's like the worst day. Like, I'm so angry for the weekend. And
0: Yeah. <sighs> I know. We should also do it drunk. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the fans for them. Um, Simon, it's only the three of us, but are you still going to do a, a Simon's Clueless?
1: Uh, it's not your fault they're not here.
0: Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So as Simon says, Clueless, Um, Paddy, run through the scores. Paddy's on 19, Hammy, 38, Javi 23, and Cameron, 34. So a real chance for you to, Javi for you to close the gap and Hammy for you to get even further ahead. First player, first clue. I was born in Glasgow in 1987. Cool. Right, fingers on buzzers, okay. I came through the Livingston Academy, making twenty international appearances and scoring seven goals. We're getting a shake of the head. Are you not sure? Nah, have it, to go.
0: Thought it was someone else when you said Libby, but he's not got that many caps or anything.
1: Right. Uh, Question three. I'm really, really, really meaning it. Fingers on buzzers. Despite my name, I am yet to become a grass. Okay, clue number he- four. Oh, is it? Is it Lee Wallace? Incorrect. Right. <sighs> so, Jarvie you have three shots. So, you've got clue number four.
0: Right. So, players that have come through Livingston. So, what? Lee Griffiths.
1: They played for Hartshire. For me.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm forgetting <laughs> they have had to play for fucking Hart. Come through. Oh, Do you want clue number four? Oh, sorry. I know it. Yeah, it's Robert Snodgrass. It's Robert Snodgrass. Ah. Oh. Right. <laughs> Yeah, They're just the hardest player Three <laughs>
1: points, so that takes you to 26 Clue number four was I have one of the best bums in footballs. Clue number five was I'm a big greeting bastard Player <laughs> <laughs> number two, clue number one uh, This might be easier than I I think it is I was born in Kingston, Jamaica in 1979 Jarvie. Nick
0: Jarvey Please don't cancel me <laughs> Is it Larry Kingston?
1: No, he's from Ghana right you have a couple of shows here right clue number two do you want to take a guess or do you want to hear another clue
2: no I want to hear the next one Jamaica
1: Jamaica. (laughs) I came through at Tivoli Gardens making 72 international appearances scoring 9 goals
2: Jamaica next
1: one clue number three having only played one year for the club I finished joint top scorer and even won Player of the Month in December 2001. Jamaica
0: <laughs> is uh it... Jamaican, may confused.
2: Is, it... is, it... is it... he played one season at ours? Correct. Is it Ricardo Fuller?
1: It's Ricardo Fuller.
0: Oh, of yes. course. <laughs> That's another three <laughs> points for like Hammy this time. Idol as a child.
1: 41. Clue number four was. I played for Hearts in 2001, despite retiring in 2020. What? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was at like Nuneaton Town, I think, a wee non-league team. Uh, Clue number five, I left Hearts and joined Leeds due to Hearts not being able to afford me. Hmm. Player number three, clue number one. I was born in Hyères, H-Y-E-R-E-S, in France in 1963. Ooh. Shall I move on? Yeah. Okay, clue number two. I have made two international appearances scoring no goals.
2: Hammy, I'm going to go for a shot in the dark, yeah.
1: Right, on clue number two, Hami.
2: Is uh, Stephen Mahe.
1: Incorrect. Oh. Clue number three. My only professional trophy in 1998 after missing on three previous domestic finals, Two of them were hearts in 1996. Go for it. On clue number three, Nick Jarvey.
0: Stefan Adam?
1: It's not Stefan Adam. No, age must be Miles. Right, you can both come back in. Hammy. Right, Hammy, on clue number three. Is it big Jules Roussey. It's Jules Roussey. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Clue number four. Rumour is I coached many great goalkeepers, including Hugo Lloris, whilst at Lyon. And clue number five: I'm a big, handsome French bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hammy, that was another three points.
0: I could only think of a damn like around that '98 squad. I completely uh, forgot about Lucy.
1: Right, this one might be quite hard, but you you definitely know who he is. Player number four. Clue number one: I was born in Edinburgh in 1948. three years after the end of world war ii russian was a (laughs) thing all the way through his teenage years pretty much right okay clue number two i came through the edinburgh athletic stroke rangers youth academy making 38 international appearances scoring only one goal only one goal okay clue number three i have won a european cup winners cup three league titles five scottish cup and five league cups not one of them my heart's ah me ah me it's
2: dave mckay
1: it is not dave mckay clue number four and i think you might get us if you didn't have guessed I famously led a march of Rangers fans to protest the sanction placed on Rangers in 2012. I was also the head of the Fight Fund, set up by fans to aid them through their troubles. That went well. (laughs) (laughs) Who's this? Clue number five. I was a joint player manager with Alex McDonald and almost won the league in 1986. Still don't know. If you don't know, I'm going to let Hammy have a guess at clue number five. One point.
2: I, th- I think it might be Joe Jordan.
1: It's Sandy nah. Jardine. Ah! Oh, like old
0: Totally fucked because, yeah, I lost my. Lost right. You'll get this one.
1: And this is just a wee bonus clue. Him and I have the same birthday, not the same year, but same birthday. So, feeling pretty good about that. I was born in Lanark in 1956. Clue number two, I came through the Winterton Rangers Academy making three international appearances, scoring no goals. Right, fingers on buzzers. Okay. <clears throat> I famously became the subject of a song by the Jamboshite right, where it was claimed the whole world knows him and that his middle names are instinct and precision.
0: Jarvey Jarvey <laughs> Henry Smith.
1: Henry Smith. <laughs> yes. I played from 1978 to 2004, a total of 26 years. In, well, an in fact, interesting
0: fact about Henry Smith. Yeah. Henry Smith has played against Craig Gordon. That's... nuts. Oh, wow. And yeah, Craig he Gordon finished in 2004,
1: old. so it makes sense. Uh, I became a, everyone's favourite player whilst in Florence, but not James or Ian's. They probably fucking hated him by the
0: end of it. <laughs> when in Florence... I woke up the entire apartment uh, very early <laughs> in the morning by bleeding the Henry Smith song as loud as I could.
1: Cool. So that was 29 points there, tonight. Uh, three points, taking him up to 29, sorry. Um, so I'll go through the scores. In bottom place, Paddy on 19, second bottom, Jarvie on 29, and then up to Cameron on 34, and Hammy on 44 now. So really pushing well.
0: A bit harder, a couple
1: of them. Aye. I always have to remember that our sort of prime footballing years are maybe like 2000 plus. 98 is kind of the first memory I have. So whenever I put players from like the 80s, I always feel quite bad because I don't know a lot about them either.
0: Aye, they'd have to be really noteworthy. Aye. Mm-hmm. Good. Thanks. So it's going to get harder because you're going to run out of all the... <laughs> I mean you're saying that, but
1: then I go through the amount of players that have played for hearts. I'm like, holy shit, there's like seasons where we have genuinely <laughs> signed like fifteen players.
0: Mm. That's true. Right. We played Celtic at the weekend and we had two full weeks preparation going into this one. Um, as we looked to battle Celtic and stop them from winning ten in a row. However, we looked like we had absolutely no idea what the plan was, did we, Simon? Not
1: a very lost chickens sort of ideology to defend and one pick up anyone, Nay one hold a line. That seemed to be the idea. Sander Clark and Goals, Sibic and Cochrane at fullback back with Kent and Rolls in the middle. The midfield two of Noonhoff and Devlin, uh, and then a front four of Forrest, Lowry, Vargas, and Shanklin. Or sort of being a bit fluid there. I never like playing two center mids. I never like playing two center mids against them, like when they're playing three center mids. <laughs> Um, we, we didn't cope well with that at all absolutely headless chickens at the back, I re-watched the highlights this morning like mm-hmm. it's actually embarrassing what's going on, no one seems to be bothered about anyone running into the box going forward I thought we were actually
0: no bad mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the, the stats are flattering Yeah, we did have really
1: a couple of chances mm-hmm.
0: a yeah.
1: bit more a bit more accuracy yeah um, through the midfield but I think it's difficult you never see Hoff or Devlin in front of that back four there never seems to be like a solid block whenever we lose possession or whenever we're defending players just seem to be able to walk pretty easily through our defence and actually if you look at the table I don't actually think we've conceded that many goals one of the better defences potentially I need to actually get the table up in front of me but it feels like we concede
0: fucking tons every week (laughs) Just just hearts, just hearts corruption. <laughs> Aye, so we've conceded
1: nine, and Celtic and Rangers have conceded six and five. Mm. So it's really
0: not that bad, but it feels really bad. It does. It's like, see, I never even looked at the league table until this afternoon, and I was shocked. That we're, how the fuck are we still in fourth place? Yeah. How bad? Is everyone doing? How on earth are we in fourth place? We've been terrible. Crazy. Um, and that Kingsley, Stephen Kingsley's injured. Add him to the heap. So it was only Cochrane that came in. The only change. Otherwise, it was the same team that played um against Hibs. Um, and yeah, I guess playing against Celtic, you've. You need to at least, the old classic Craig Levine would be against Celtic Rangers, you try and keep it as tight as you can, even for the first full half. You'd think maybe an experienced manager with a motivated team, you'd sit in tight for the first 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and then you'd start looking to get into the game a bit more and open it up. But just four minutes in. (laughs) But to to be fair with this goal, it, it was quite an incredible goal. There's not too much you can do here. So a lovely ball from Palma over the top to O'Reilly who hits it on the volley. A really nice pass and finish. Would you criticise Forrest for not closing down Palma, first of all?
1: Yeah, I completely disagree. There's nothing you can do about this. Firstly, no one closes down the the pass. If you don't close down the pass, you've then got to track the runners. Mm -hmm. We do neither. We don't close down the path. And then yeah. Hoff just lets O'Reilly running in behind Kent. Kent must think that Hoff's going well.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's not like O'Reilly's sprinting. And it's not like he's fast. But yeah, he goes in and yeah, the volley over the shoulder is absolutely phenomenal. It's a great finish, but shouldn't even be getting near yeah. the ball then.
0: Yeah. And Neuenhoff, he he's a, like you say, he never tracked O'Reilly. He was literally like like a couple of metres away from him as well. Yeah. It's like he was only shut. And yeah. he's the same. See, if you watch um all the goals. He's lost O'Reilly for the yeah. like the fourth or something as well. He's in there and lost a man for another one. Um and you, you do forget these Aussies coming over here. Like yeah, they might have good ability. They might be good technically with the ball. What level have you played that? You played in a league last season where Jason Cummings absolutely romped your league. Yeah. And you're coming over here like that step up today to uh, well yesterday to play against Celtic for him was huge.
1: Yeah, Um, it's still a real area of weakness. I do like Hoff. I do think, given him more time, he will become a decent player. I just I don't like us playing two in the midfield. I know technically the one by Shanklin is the sort of third midfielder, but we never play a midfielder in there, so we can't actually count that as yeah. a, a third player in midfield. We just get overrun. You see Devlin trying to chase things and getting caught out all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. It just means that Devlin and Hoff were, having, were just chasing their tails box to box yeah. for the full game. But if we we actually had just, hey Devlin, you just sit in the hole ahead of the defence, with two actual centre mids ahead of him, to play about and try and look to do things on the counter, it would just sit so much more comfortably. It doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. But this has been an issue for years. This was the same with Nielsen. And then remember that game randomly against Rangers, where he just played nine in the centre of midfield. Oh no, no, it was the other no, way. He he one. Anyone? <laughs> yeah.
1: He played just <laughs> Snodgrass. Right. Technically Barry McKay as well, but
0: Barry McKay's the idea what he's playing in centre mid. <laughs> that was fucking rental. Um, sorry, that that was the first goal criticism to to Hoff, but at the same time, it was a, a fabulous pass and finish. Some yeah. liquid liquid Brendan football. Um, we had we did have chances. Like you say, shortly after, Alex Cochran put a, a really dangerous ball flashed across the, the face of goal. Um, Shankland nowhere near it. He's still working his way into the box. Um, that was the type of ball Celtic put away nine times out of ten because yeah. the strikers have worked harder for it.
1: And also the strikers are in the box. I think Shankland feels he needs to come a lot deeper mm-hmm. to get on the ball more. And yeah, he's he is good at it, but he's much better at being in the box
0: yep. uh, 23 minutes in the the Mieda tap in. Um, he looks offside from certain camera angles <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's deaf on isn't he He is. he's onside because he, he's actually behind the ball I think you, your eyes naturally take you to look at the defender's leg but then you see the angle of where the ball's actually played in he's like a good half a foot onside unfortunately
1: but once again, just nobody picking up anyone, nobody no. tracking any runs. Everyone just ball watching, going towards the ball. Absolutely, right. no idea what they're doing.
0: Someone makes a big mistake in the build-up. I've not rolled it down. I think it rolls, is it loses the ball out oh, wide. Don't, don't charge in and <laughs> simply hit it across the face of the goal. I mean, that puts it in. terrible. Um, so that went into half-time. time. I wasn't there. Um, as I said, I was driving down Gorgie Road over halftime, just coincidentally heading back towards home, and there was at least a thousand Hearts fans out, out <laughs> through the street. And I was like, oh, oh my. And I was thinking, that must be the biggest exodus for a long time at halftime.
2: Folk were leaving when the first went in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I seen Folk
2: get up I'd... and go. And in the second, there was even more.
1: But it's a bit there, so. it's odd because I feel like folk were ready to leave before they gave it even kicked off. I'm not sure why with that game, but <laughs> fair enough. Like I do I, I do think we can compete better with Celtic, but what were they expecting really? Like we like after like a couple of minutes we shouldn't be conceding. True. But like leaving 2-0 at half time against Celtic is pretty standard for us.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, we talked in the pub like we we knew we were getting pumped. We were talking in the pub beforehand about like when we would leave. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, see if it's three 0 at halftime, I'm gone. By the way, that was the cut There's off. no way back. Uh, but it was two now and you're thinking, again, let's like say two nil. I still think if we get a goal, even if it's a freak goal, it's completely against like the run of play. The game's back on. But yeah, yeah, I can halftime. Even the way we were playing, I, I honestly don't and fault anyone for leaving it was completely obvious and 45 minutes is all right two minutes is a bit weird
0: mm-hmm. use our use our filthy fairweathers <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey i lasted until the fourth all right, all right. so not bad. <laughs>
0: no never left the game early never in my life anyway. <laughs> i stayed to do it full time uh, middle finger up at Nice. Oh, Robbie Nielsen on his last game. <laughs> the thing, <time> Castle. <laughs> I'm staying for maybe. Um, what was the scale of booze? Was that one of the the loudest uh, halftime booze you've heard? Or... nah, not really.
2: No. I just think everyone was just like, ugh, you know, like it was just. <laughs> I never could be f- bothered. The atmosphere was like, you what you? I, you're never going to expect it to be that good, but it was so fucking quiet like mm-hmm. even like half the time the Celtic fans didn't even seem up for it they just it was just a uh, just terrible all round eh?
0: yeah, like well, they, the they eh?
2: yeah it was the, I mean they sang a few songs and things like that but uh, yeah the whole thing was just shite mm. the, the ultras tried their hardest but what I mean you're fighting a losing battle and you're 2-0 doing well, and, you know, 20-odd let's say so
0: no absolutely by half time we had 41% possession um against anyone at home. That's not not good. Uh four shots, two on target, which was flattering, probably. Um just when you think maybe go on then Nacy. <laughs> Motivate your boys. Look at the high bees they were 2-0 down at time against us, eh? Go on and inspire a comeback. half time whistle. The second half starts. Um penalty. Penalty self. Um <laughs> Never in a million years is that a penalty. Uh, that is an absolute and utter disgrace that that was given as a penalty, in my opinion.
1: Aye, because it was given on field, VAR is never really going to overturn it because there's contact and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But that's just like that. How is that a fucking penalty? That happens like every single corner.
0: Yeah, he's like a player. He's Aye. literally turning and we've ran into a to the defender. It was disgusting. Aye. Stuff like that, that just makes makes me want VAR <laughs> Just get out, Scottish football, just leave us to be pot. Don't the, the do was The ref's fault, it. no VAR's fault. It is also Nick Walsh's <laughs> fault, but he's a wee fucking rodent as well.
1: I, I, I Actually, I'm angry at Nick Walsh because he's done exactly what I expect him to do.
0: Just be a shy
1: bag and I Just be absolutely
0: it. shy. Aye. Mm-hmm. Really, really poor stuff from the referee. <laughs> um, but thankfully... It wasn't a save. It hit the post, didn't it? That nah, it was a great save by the post. <laughs> Man of the <laughs> match, probably. Yeah. Um, moving on, however, to a th- to Celtic's third goal. Um, uh, speaking of disgraceful, it was absolutely disgraceful defending from Toby Sibbick, Guy Rolls, Frankie Kent, and neenhoff tracking back. It was an absolute shambles, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah they, uh, yeah, they just have so much time in the box for the third and the fourth one. It's like, do you know when you're playing fives and you only try when you're attacking? <laughs> like a couple of minutes, you're like, okay, what, well, no one's keeping score anymore. Folk just want to like, try <laughs> mad shit and just blast the ball as hard as they can. <laughs> and so you're on defence, you're just like, I'm not really going to try. I'm going to block a shot if it's right in front of me. They're literally just standing about watching. Yeah. stand.
0: So slow. You've that, got for me. That, see, when the energy levels look like this from the squad, it, to me, this is where where you look at the manager because that that is proper Sunday League stuff. Like that kind of that shitty energy tracking back. You're playing at home against Celtic here.
1: Yeah.
0: With all the pressure in the world should be on your shoulders. You should be thinking the manager is going to go fucking mental here if we didn't get back into this and there was just yeah. absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah, it should be like a core, like a core value at any team at that level. That no matter what the score is, you're always putting in one hundred percent effort. Mm-hmm. And like, it
0: thinking, just should be basic. Uh, I was thinking from this point as well. Who, who, who is the leader on the pitch? For that, name name a player you would describe as a leader in that for in that team.
1: Uh, it's difficult you don't really know what the dressing room dynamics are like i think leaders the definition of sort of change nowadays but in terms of someone who's gonna organize and just get everyone aware of what's going on and sort of hold people accountable you you can't really tell no and you should be able to
0: i think we are missing some serious characters in the squad um, I thought Frankie Kent might be it, but his heat looks like it drops big time. Like he'll start hiding, and he will give it a hundred percent when it's when it's on his plate, like a header, a tackle right at him. But he's not like going his way to be doing stuff. No one is. There's no one shouts at each other. I know it's modern football, and you can see the goal year to just get out your mind, take your kick off, and go and play. But nah, it's. Like there's something um something seriously wrong at hearts here, a managerial level leadership on the pitch here, not to even talk not not to even mention how tactically terrible we look. Like we look, how the fuck are we fourth?
1: <laughs> yeah. When you look at the defensive line almost all stages, they're never really in a coherent like when we've not got the ball anyway, they're never in like a coherent shape. Mm-hmm. They never really Know what to do, and I don't know whether that's communication on the park or whether it's what's being taught off the park. Yeah, uh, things have got to change.
0: Frankie Ken looked like he was organising the back really well, and Rolls was really listening to him at the start of the season. But I almost feel like Kent's uh, I wasn't at the game there, so I can't, I suppose I can't really comment, but I remember before kind of noticing he'd stopped in a way.
1: I don't know. I, I don't think he's really done much wrong. Um, nah. I think we have to look at Cibic at right back. Boy doesn't want anything to do with the ball. As soon as he gets the ball, even if it's going to a Celtic player, he's hitting it. He's just getting it away from him as fast as he can. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want the ball. He doesn't want to track anyone. He doesn't want to make a challenge, and he's terrified to give away penalties mm-hmm. because his decision making and his execution is not very good.
0: Right. For that one, the Celtic third civic had literally yeah. just gave up. Yeah, <laughs> and back at that point. Yeah,
1: it's it's really difficult because I don't think right backs maybe his better position. We were saying the other week that he was much better at right back than he was at centre back, and we thought he was okay. Mm. But nah, it's it's definitely not for him.
0: It's because he's a central midfielder.
1: <laughs> I don't know what position he is. He looks sort of shortcomings in every single one he he, he steps into. So, right.
0: yeah. So somehow after that, um, well Shankland had a, a good shot on goal from outside the box, um, and it was kind of the uh, bottom left corner, twenty yards out. It was. It pretty, was a great finish. I like, then the goal right after it was literally the exact same. It's kind of a Celtic mistake. It looks like Benny's kind of done something, but the ball falls into Benny's lap, and he just gives the ball to Shankland. There's no way I'm crediting Benny for an assist. <laughs> That but yeah, it's a beautiful finish from Shankland, and he's got that in his locker. But um, like we just need to see more fight and more more from everyone. Um, and just when you thought oh, never say never, the comeback is on. More disgraceful defending Celtic's fourth goal. So again, lazy from Civic, allowing the initial ball in. Um, but this one is all about Benny. So. No one is actively trying to stop several shots on goal. And I think it's because Cochran is always the closest player. So it's one of those where where it's like, oh, you just leave it to Cochran. But Benny's ended up standing there for like a clean 10 seconds with his hands behind his back, looking like Liam Gallagher. Uh, Aye. Who is it that's on the floor making blocks? Um, Cochran, was it? He get, then gets up and he's like, the Aye. one's still the same player, so it's like three Aye. Celtic players and it's only Cochrane trying to block. How is
1: it him? Yeah, how is it only him closing around? Benny just sort of jogs into the box and then just stands there and watches the Celtic players take shots. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, it felt like the end of a fives game. When everyone's knackered, you only try when you're attacking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Aye, it was just Tim
0: but for me, like if that's what you're doing, and we've, we've seen from Benny, he's been man of the match against Celtic on his debut. Like he has bags of ability. But listen, if that's his ability, if that's his level now, then he's got no business playing even at the Scottish Premiership. He's not at yeah. this level of football anymore.
1: You just worry about whether he's got the mobility anymore.
0: Right. <clears throat> that that was awful. I, I don't want to see Benny in the first team again. <laughs> He doesn't look fit enough right now.
2: Cochran's is that. I was just watching him back there because I love punishment. And yeah, the whole move starts off and Cochran's sort of jogging back and really he could uh, you know, be in the box marking the player that eventually gets the ball. But it just looks like you, like you say, just to be fair though to, for Cochran, he didn't look fit enough to start. He's come back for an injury and mm-hmm. he was blown at his arse by about 60 minutes. So... Aye. Why he was
0: started. Shoehorn back in because Kingsley's injured and Andy Halliday can't be trusted that seems to play football. <laughs> <of the game. laughs>
2: yeah, even he could have fire. Uh no, came okay, well, up We just make it even more.
0: Right, You would ask <laughs> for roles and
2: Yeah, there's there's no point. Yeah, fuck it. Just them. <laughs> we would have got beat either way, doesn't it matter? <laughs>
1: You um, can get beat off set like 4 1 and come away from it feeling a lot better, but that I feel, yeah. it was so avoidable. A lot of those moments, and it ah, didn't really set like, didn't really have to work for it. It was such basic through balls that mm-hmm. we know that they're going to do. Well, anyway, let's get it to fuck.
0: we've ah. got some easy <laughs> games coming up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, the, in the second half, somehow we had nine shots, four on target. The two of them were that double from Shanklin, including his goal. Um... We had 42% possession. So for the game, we had 13 shots, 6 on target. And that has to be the most flattering looking stats for the most one-sided game ever. It feels like. Yeah. Um, Aye. Crazy, Yeah, huh? uh, Naismith said after the game that all four goals conceded were really sloppy, his words. um, Sloppy and poor, he said. And our final ball when trying to create chances was poor. So go and go and do something about it, Nacey.
2: It's been a problem all season. Yeah,
1: yeah. And hey, I read December is when we're going to start playing good. Remember? Oh shit!
0: Right. You did <laughs> uh, and I've read that we've now conceded fifty goals in nineteen against Celtic, and that was Kyogo scored eight times in a row against us.
1: He's shy as well.
0: <laughs> did Morelos not score eight eight in a row against us as well? Oh,
1: probably. We love we love giving him a lovely time.
0: You never hear <laughs> about these things till after, and you go, "Fucking hell, we could make such a good bet builder around that." Oh, well, before we move on, honey, Jambles kick back. Fuck away and
2: don't talk a lot of shame. Yes. For the first time ever, to be honest, I think I'll stop supporting Hearts for a period until there is a board reshuffle. Savage is removed and the entire backroom coaching staff are punted. This is without doubt up there with the worst Hearts teams I've ever watched. Not due to lack of talent in squad, but due to abject manage. There are some utterly atrocious players in there. Mixed in with good ones. There's a bit of positivity. <clears throat> Another one says all those suggesting Naismith needs more time to implement this, coach this, and this style, etc. etc. are ignoring the fact that Liam Fox seems to have stepped into the B team and improved them, having taken over from Naismith.
0: That's we go Stuart- That's, <laughs> you, <Jeremy>. That's your <laughs> account just been
2: docked. <laughs> Stuart Kettlewell didn't need to improve. Motherwell and the Barry Robson improved Aberdeen from absolute laughing stock to third place pretty quick. The fixtures have been kind. We have been awful. We'd cost a shitload to get rid of all these see you next Tuesdays. For all the revenue budgets generated off the field that can be classed as wasted on it. Complete fucking disaster. She spent almost 10 years running us with IT business goggles on and not the slightest realization that this is a professional sports team. Another one says, the size of our club and budget, also the situation we are in now as a club, we shouldn't or need to settle for an inexperienced manager. I want us to find an experienced manager to take us to the next level in Europe. Performances and results and a winning mentality against all teams, including Celtic and Rangers. Wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we all? Another one says, we'll get pumped on Sunday and pumped in the semi-final you will probably scrape a 1-0 win against Levy next week and this show will be allowed to continue. And I know you talked about that recently, Javi, as well. Um, Someone says, I don't blame Budge for it all, but I would like to leave and leave with good reception. (laughs) McKinley as well, but with no reception for him. Uh, We need someone to come in and set a new culture. I can't take McKinley seriously after his previous waffling about welcoming the chase and hiring a proven winner as manager. Embarrassing what followed, considering we signed a
0: Lowland League manager.
1: An unsuccessful Lowland League manager.
0: manager. An unqualified Lowland League manager.
1: (laughs) Um...
2: Rowan says, as long as we keep buying tickets and
0: merchandise and
2: ploughing money into the foundation of hearts, the board will never wake up. It's a real shame. It's been years of mismanagement now from the top, and I'm absolutely sick of it. We should have third lockdown every season here, but here we are meandering along like a Motherwell or a Kilmarnock. Club is a joke from top to bottom. There was a number of players walking or watching at the fourth goal there is a lazy, can't-be-arsed attitude going on at the moment. Certainly not playing for the manager. That's abundantly clear. Um, another one says, we're unfit, slow, lethargic. Players look weak. Definitely not big physical hearts as we were once described. We've been a team of unfit slugs for ages now. Never been more evident than the Rangers running over the top of us after playing 120 minutes of like in a European final. And the stadium announcer got it. Hmm. His choice good. of music is Pish. Bring yeah. back. Scott That's maybe doxxed. <laughs> Bring <laughs> back the fall. That pish he plays kills the atmosphere every week. A weird choice to play, I got a feeling at halftime, as it was blatantly obvious by that point that tonight it was most definitely not going to be a good night. Such even if it's girl. going
1: well, what a weird tune to play, man.
0: well so Sorry,
1: <laughs> Black Eyed I've got a feeling.
0: Got feel oh no, fuck off! It's not 2004. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell!
2: So, um, I think you'll gather that the general attitude is that everybody
1: needs sacked. Aye,
0: I'd see uh,
2: Yeah, I mean,
1: collectively yeah. as Hearts fans, we've just punched a hole in our plasterboard wall <laughs> and stormed <laughs> of the house.
0: <laughs> yes, Hammy. I mean, where do you stand with the board? During there needs to be changes at board level, McKinley. One hundred percent.
2: I think making. I'd I like to think I said at the time hiring Naismith is a bold decision. It was a bold. It was a risk, and you need to stand either stand by it or you know, fall on your sword for this one because it's not working yeah. out. And yeah, they, you you can't just make mistakes like this, which I think it is mm. and then not be held accountable because realistically you're then looking at the same board members to hire his replacement and yeah you're not gonna trust them fuck that like and i, I know we sort of joke about it but realistically if nielsen's uh, Naismith act it's gonna be leo fox that comes in and i wouldn't have right. passed him to just say nah i'm on that <laughs> so, it. it's, it's going to fucking happen
0: Liam Fox I think Liam Fox could come in he could has sp- he got his badges he does, he, does. <laughs> he could beat Celtic 5-0 then Rangers 5-0 and I think the stink that Neil City, uh, <laughs> and Nielsen the stink that Naismith's left behind is will be so bad that he, there's no way he could get given the gig permanently Um, but the more I've been thinking about it, it's never I've never really been that I've never really understood the whole sack the board thing for Hearts for most of my life, but I've got to say this is the first time I do genuinely feel strongly that there needs to be sackings off the board. I think the whole thing is such a mess, and it mainly is because we are still indebted to Anne Budge. um, And it's all worth still working on her terms. And I know through the foundation of Hearts, there's so many volunteers involved But then Andrew McKinley is a salaried man. Like he's he's at our club like an Alan Burroughs and a Liam Downstar just about a different job title. He's meant to be overseeing the whole club. And he's doing a fucking terrible job.
1: Hey. (laughs) The women's team's doing great. Uh, Yeah. This is obviously like doom your doom scrolling here. Like this is the worst of the worst, and a couple of wins will be Maybe a bit sarcastically, but we'll be talking about how good it is. We just need to see improvements. There needs to be better communication from the board.
0: Hmm. Well, they're doing they're... a fan's sold them right now.
1: Exactly. There needs to be a bit more of an idea of what role everyone plays because Savage had to come out and literally explain that he's not the one that fully signs the players. It's stuff hmm. like that is like, well, what what is, what are we paying everyone to do? Yeah, Because then we can identify where the shortcomings are and we can replace those people if we need to.
0: Right. I mean, I was more confused than I was to start with a savage, when he basically described himself as a head scout so he's not actually the, the director of football.
1: Which is fine, that's fine. I think that the, the issues are like, who thought interviewing two people with really the intention of only ever giving one of them the job mm-hmm. and then coming out and saying, oh yeah, it was a wide range in search and we've really <laughs> tried to do the best for hearts and blah blah. Shite, do you think we're stupid? Yeah,
0: and then they never even appointed either off them. It was fucking... Frankie McAvoy. Frankie McAvoy. (laughs) Club's an absolute mess, and it's so embarrassing, and I hate it.
1: Yeah, the amount of hoops they had to jump through just to put Naismith in the position that he's in. Mm -hmm. And is it really worth the risk? Do you know what I mean?
0: I mean, like like I say, listen, I I wanted Naismith to get the job at the end of last season, but there should be people at the club that are more sensible than me and you. <laughs> <laughs> we well. are
1: making decisions on emotion, and we are right now, whereas yeah. they're paid to be able to see the black and the white and to make the best decisions.
0: Right. They should say, oh, hang on a minute, he's not even got his badges, and we're in, right. we're, in a, we're in a club with European qualifying games. We're going to look tin pot as fuck. Aye. We can't even name you our manager. Yeah.
1: And we put we... ourselves in a position of being fined a lot of money we can't afford.
0: Mm-hmm. And like all this stuff about Naismith and the board, this is stuff we've been saying for for many, many weeks. This isn't just reactionary to the Celtic game. And yes, many managers have struggled against Celtic and Rangers, even at Tincastle, never mind away from home. Totally get that. But still, it's the like we say, it's not the four one, because you can come away, like you said, Simon, you can come away from a heavy defeat and go, Fair enough, we actually went for it today.
1: Do you know how many home
0: games we've won this season? Oh, no. In,
1: in the league. In fact, I'll include the Cups as well.
0: Well, was that? We beat Partick. Yeah. I was there to witness that. Yeah, so that's one. <laughs> is, the, is there not, no others?
1: The other one was Aberdeen. That's it. Oh, aye, That's the only not. home games we've won.
0: Right.
1: Oh, if you include Rosenberg as well, sorry. but yeah. I, How
0: did we get a tune-out team that night? <laughs> Who was that team?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just not good enough. We've relied on being a good home
0: team, but currently our waveform's a lot better. Yeah, well, uh, me and Cameron were at Dundee away and we looked the worst, the worst Hatch performance I've ever seen in my life was that game away to Dundee.
1: Yeah. Let's see what shit we did at buy and sell. <sighs>
0: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to look ahead to Rangers. There's no point in, in even talking about. It. We're playing Rangers at Ibrox. Let's just move on by ourselves.
2: <laughs> you never said <sent> me. Huh?
0: <laughs> right, thank <laughs>
2: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> by ourselves. Well, when was when did we do buy ourselves? It was only last week, was it? It was before the derby.
0: Oh, I don't. So I don't think there was any buyer sales going ahead from the last time we recorded. But he's not gave uh, you any new ones, no. No, i am not get any. How ten pots that? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure listeners, if you keep a, your eyes peeled on Twitter and Instagram at Hearts underscore podcast, we'll still get them out there. Um, and Cameron will not be allowed to pick. We'll have to just buy them all. That's why he wouldn't <laughs> have sent you. He'll be thinking, oh, if I just fucking sneak this one here, because he's a wee, he's a wee idiot, <laughs> for listeners. Um but well, I Join us next time as we as we look back at um our, our trip to Ibrox, which I'm sure will go very well. Um and ahead to Livingston, which is that Wednesday night game at Tincast, so that'll be nice and cold. Get your long johns out, Simon.
1: Oh they are they're coming out. I only have two forms of leg balls, Shorts. <laughs> long johns. There's <laughs> name in between, nothing else. Shorts from about March to October, long johns October
0: to March. Mm. You do wear things over your long johns. I have to. <laughs> I don't want to. The government says you have to. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, looking ahead to uh Livy and Rangers two which is at Hamden, that'd be that'd be fun as well. Um, so aye, if you if you enjoy what, what you're listening to nice and cheery tonight, don't forget to leave a, a generous star rating, uh, Spotify, Apple, etc. So aye, until next time, come on the hearts. Can only get better, eh? Maybe. We'll see you again soon. <laughs>
1: Can only get better. get better.
2: Hmm. <laughs>